2: Now
4: welcome welcome everyone my name is sean and today i want to talk about this weird video out of atlanta georgia where a woman was caught on video trying to burn down martin luther king jr's birth home and what's surprising about this to many out there who are observing this is that you have a picture in your mind of somebody who is going to attempt to burn down the mlk birth home but this person does not fit the typical suspected description and by the way those average everyday citizens actually prevented her from doing that they restrained her held her until the police came so this historic landmark which is in fact a landmark in atlanta georgia has been preserved but overall i want to talk about the potential implications of this and what could be the potential motive behind this person trying to set the mlk jr house on fire but before we do thank you to everybody signed up on actualjusticewarrior.com join
0: give me the money Give you, give me the money, okay?
4: And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform.
1: What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing?
2: No, that's gasoline.
4: So I have to be perfectly honest, based on the lighting conditions in this video, it actually took me a minute to realize that the person who is caught on video pouring this gasoline all over this MLK Jr. birth home is in fact a black woman. And this is the part that puts a lot of people in shock because obviously if you're thinking maybe this is a potential evil white racism attack on MLK Jr., you wouldn't expect the perpetrator of this evil white racist attack to be a black woman. Now, this has led to a lot of different speculations on what could be the motive. We're going to run through them in a little bit, but I do want to say that these people did in fact hold this woman ...until the police got there, and I gotta give credit where credit is due, because at one point when they decided to physically intervene with her, she reportedly took out a lighter and kept trying to spark it. So at any point in time, not only could this house have been engulfed in flames, but if you're tackling somebody who has a gasoline canister in her hand, who's shaking it all erratically, you could potentially be doused in that gasoline, you could potentially be caught up in the fire. So these people legitimately risk their lives... In order to prevent this woman, who by the way is from Florida apparently, from setting the house on fire. So credit where credit is due to anybody in the United States of America who wants to preserve history. I'm sick and tired of our history being burned down, the symbols of our history being taken down and destroyed. However, whether or not this was a leftist activist or some evil white racist black woman remains to be determined and we will have to look through the source material and the articles in order to find out. Out what this woman's perspective was.
3: Hey, right? mm-hmm.
0: What's going on? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm <laughs>
3: Also it, 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 this is her phone
4: this is, oh, her, key. This is, her, this key. is her this is her car right here yeah. so according to newsweek the suspect in this case is lanisha shantrese henderson the woman who tried to burn down the mlk junior home and like i said earlier on she is in fact a florida resident and she is charged with allegedly attempting to burn down the mlk junior home i mean we saw it on video but i get it she hasn't been convicted so allegedly 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 and this charge is actually a Second degree arson, interference with government property. And in a press release on Thursday, the APD said that she was stopped by multiple citizens from causing damage, including two off-duty police officers who helped detain her, per the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. So again, credit where credit is due to these citizens. Some of them were from Utah. To these off-duty police officers, they were able to restrain this woman. They didn't use any unnecessary degree of force. And again, the situation was quite dangerous because, as I told you early on, she was trying to spark the light as they were trying to stop her from setting this place on fire. However, when a situation like this occurs because of the history of this country, because of very publicized incidents like the Jussie Smollett incident, among many other hate crime hoaxes, people tend to immediately assume that if this wasn't a white person and this wasn't evil white racism, that this black woman was attempting to set this place on fire due to the fact that she wanted people to believe that this was evil white racism. Racism, and to be clear, we don't know for sure if that was the motivation. However, we do have some information, although it's limited right now, that might lead us to believe that this was not the case. But that being said, even if this was not the case, let's say this woman is a crazy person, she set the place on fire, and she was able to get away, and surveillance videos and all that would only come out days later. We know for a fact that the immediate assumption would be that this would be a anti-black hate crime due to the fact that white people are racist. Gosh, aren't evil white people so racist with their evil white racism? And we know this is true because I remember there was a guy who actually burned down a historic Church in Mississippi, I believe. He wrote Trump 2016 back in the day. This was a long time ago. And this was actually cover for a robbery, but everybody a month before the election kept reporting about how the evil white racist Trump supporters with their evil white racism attempted to burn down this church. And in fact, very smugly, there were clips of people on the internet.com that were saying, oh, well, who do you think did this? Obviously, it's the Trump people. Obviously, it's the evil white racism. Even though eventually it came out to be a hoax, that was a cover for a robbery. Following a string of similar attacks last year, uh, another historically black uh, church in Mississippi was set on fire. That's the Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church. It was early today. And in addition to being set on fire, it also had Vote Trump spray painted on it in big letters. So there, it could be see, a Democrat. It could be a liberal. You don't know. Could be you a don't liberal. Know. Could be Black Lives Matter. Uh, per- perhaps not. So you see there the fire damage. You also see the spray paint. I think we have a close up as well, in case uh, maybe you don't have your contacts in. Yes, vote Trump. A Very clear political message there. The main sanctuary of the church sustained heavy fire and smoke damage, as did the pastor's study and kitchen. There is definitely something. Particularly perverse about the sanctuary of a church being most damaged during this uh, apparently politically motivated uh, terrorist attack on
2: a historically black church. So does that get seven times the coverage? No. I'm not sure it gets one-seventh the coverage. (laughs) That's exactly right. So ask yourself, is it the danger that they're covering, or is the coverage dictated by certain preconceptions, stereotypes, and other messages that they want to push.
0: Oh, you said that it was a white guy. What happened? Less than two weeks before the general election, there was a church in Mississippi that was set on fire. Now, a lot of attention was paid to the situation because of the fact that someone had spray-painted Vote Trump on the building. Now, the damage was so bad that they couldn't salvage the building, Uh, they're going to have to tear it down and rebuild it. But now we know who set the church on fire. It was a man by the name of Andrew McClinton uh, from Greenville, Mississippi. And uh, apparently, he is one of the parishioners at the church.
2: So, so, does that get seven times the coverage? No. I'm not sure it gets one seventh the coverage. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, ask yourself is it the danger that they're covering, or is the coverage dictated by certain preconceptions, stereotypes? and other messages that they want to push.
4: Now, that being said, back to the article. On Thursday at 5.45 p.m., officers with the ADP responded to a report of vandalism in progress at the 501 Auburn Avenue home, which is the MLK Jr. home. That is where they say that they found Henderson, who, according to a preliminary investigation,
2: Thank oh. you
1: FighterFlare.com Flare.com
4: had poured gasoline onto the property now look this is an irrelevant point that i'm about to make right here so excuse me for being that guy but here's the thing When you have incidents like that kid who was wearing the face paint at a football game and that is assumed to be intentional evil white racism and blackface despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary, I find it kind of weird by contrast when we actually have this woman on video pouring the gasoline at the MLK junior home that this Newsweek article says she's suspected of maybe doing that. Now I understand you have to say alleged because she hasn't been convicted and this is the term terminology that they use, but it is very interesting to me that this article that doesn't really have a lot of images and doesn't really link to the video as far as I could tell or doesn't actually have the video embedded in the article keeps talking about this in all these vagaries even though it's caught on video. Now, I will say, like I said, if this was the standard for the news media, then I would say that that's proper and acceptable, but it's very interesting that this woman who's caught on video trying to set this place on fire gets way more than a presumed white eight year old boy at a football game wearing the face paint that is common at a football game. <laughs>
0: you said that it was a white guy what happened
4: she was immediately placed under arrest and transported to the grady detention center for psychological evaluation henderson will be transferred to fulton county jail once she is discharged now originally when i first read this portion of the article i thought it was an interesting curiosity that she was being transported immediately for psych evaluation but as we find out later in the article the fact that she happens to be a veteran of the united states armed forces this actually might ...might be a sensible thing to do, and of course, there is the guarantee from the Fulton County Jail and from the Atlanta PD that they will, in fact, be sending her to jail post this because they are taking this seriously. However... It is important for me to emphasize that while a lot of people are running with the narrative automatically that this is an anti-white hoax, that it appears there might be some underlying mental illness conditions, and those mental illness conditions might, in fact, be related to the fact that she served in our United States Armed Forces. So I will say, keep an open mind in that regard. Believe me, it is so much better for me on this channel in the most superficial ways for me to be like, wow, another hate crime hoax can't you believe what these people are doing they're just trying to frame the evil white racism because evil white racism and all that but the thing is I can't force this story to be something that's more palatable to my audience when so far the evidence does not necessarily support that what I can comment on is that if this woman would have got away all of that would have been assumed but right now we do have evidence that there might be some underlying mental conditions which by the way is not typically unusual because normally not the most sane people try to burn down buildings by pouring gasoline when it's not even that dark out now according to records obtained by newsweek henderson is from brandon florida Uh uh-oh let's go brandon and is registered to vote but does not currently belong to any political party in any state now the reason i think this is important to look for is because if this person would have been a republican then maybe they would have said oh wow republicans hate dr martin luther king jr aren't republicans so racist they even made the black woman an evil white racist and on the flip side of that people would say this woman's a democrat so this leads us to believe that this is in fact a hoax oh my god the democrats with their democratic hoax and all that however she does not appear to be affiliated with any political party although i will point out that one of the things that we tend to find out is that independent voters aren't people who flip a coin and decide to vote republican one year and democrat another year typically in Independent voters tend to vote more aligned with a political party, the one that they lean toward, than people who are actually registered as one political party or the other. That tends to be how it works for the majority of independent voters. But again, we have potential underlying mental health conditions, and I would be interested to see what her social media posts were, because those might be indicative of broader political beliefs. And that does not appear to be here, does not appear to be present in this Newsweek article. Now, this is where things get sad because local news station WSB-TV says it spoke with Henderson's father who related that she is a veteran of the United States Armed Forces going through a mental health episode. And in fact, the father told them that the family had actually been looking for her for two days. And presumably this would be the two days that she took to plot and make the trip over there. Also, very interesting, Henderson, when she was arrested, was not only dressed in all-black clothing, but that black clothing was down to her socks, and she actually had no shoes on, which would also indicate that this is somebody who is not in the right state of mind. Now, look, as of right now, for me, without any additional political motive, and to be clear, the Atlanta PD has actually seized her phone, so maybe potentially we will find some crazy political hoax motive in the future, the sign's actually do, in fact, point to somebody who is in mental distress. The signs actually do point to somebody who was having an episode. She's been missing for days. She showed up dressed in all black. It wasn't even that dark out when she decided to pour all this gasoline. She drove there. She was missing for two days. And she wasn't even wearing shoes. And by the way, I was scanning through a bunch of the different reports. It wasn't like she had her shoes on in her car, and she was like, you know, it was going to be disrespectful of me to walk on... Martin Luther King Jr.'s birth home with my shoes there. I mean, I'm going to burn it down, but I don't want to have shoes on while I'm inside. It appears that this woman took off with no shoes. How long was she with no shoes? Who the hell knows? But considering her history, if her father is to be believed, considering the erratic nature of her behavior, considering the fact that when they were trying to wrestle her away, she was trying to set the place on fire, even though that would have presumably ended up injuring her. A reasonable person could have expected that when you're being tackled onto a porch that is covered in gasoline and you try to light that porch that you're face down on on fire, that That you would understand that that could potentially result in the end of your life. I'm going to say that this is most likely not an actual attempted hoax, not an attempted Jussie Smollett, but in reality, in actuality, this is somebody with a mental health episode who chose the MLK Jr. birth home for reasons unknown. I'm not exactly sure what is behind this, what influenced this, but to the veteran and the perpetrator in this situation, I do hope that she gets the care that she needs, and if she is sane, sober, and all of that, then I hope she faces legitimate criminal consequences. However, we're going to do a little bit of a story on another arson that did occur that had no such excuse in the future, and you're going to find out that the criminal consequences in Atlanta, specifically for arson, are not that strong. They're not that realistic. But for this particular case, I know a lot of people are presuming that it's a hoax. I know a lot of people want another fake hate crime hoax notch in their belt, but this one doesn't appear to read that way, and I can't lie to you guys about this and anyway those are just my thoughts related to the case but i want to know what you guys think do you think that the mental health cover the years of mental health trauma and the armed service was all a setup for her to pull off this jussie smollett style hoax maybe the atlanta pd are in on it maybe the government's in on it maybe the witnesses that tackled her and risked her lies are in on it. let me know down in the comments below what you think but as usual if you like this video show them by leaving a like Subscribe for more content, follow me on my social medias, support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about the MLK Jr. house almost being burned down by potentially a crazy person. Till next time.
2: Order now